0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Let's Level Up podcast. I am the captain of this sinking vessel, Rick Perez, and um, I just wanted to quick throw out a uh, a very fast shout out. Um, It almost seems like I mention them every podcast, but thank you so much, Talks from Crits Happen. Um, You recently did a Uh, A video that featured uh, Let's Level Up, um, The One Tar, and A Pair of Dice uh, gaming channels on YouTube. And I know personally I've gotten a a few hundred subscribers from that, which is just awesome. So everybody that subscribed, thank you so much. Talks, thank you so much for listening. And congratulations to Tiffany and Paradise um, because uh, those are definitely great channels. And if you're not already following them, I suggest you do. Um, With me today, joining us in this little conversation, is a man that I... um, that I've, I don't know, fallen in love with maybe a little too harsh, Justin. Uh, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be a single white female here, um, but it, let's start this off awkward. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be us if it wasn't. You know. Um, exactly. Exactly. His, his name is Justin Dewitt, and he is um, one of the um, the people in charge at Fireside Games. Him and his wife Anne Marie, um, they've developed such games like Bears. Bloodsuckers, Castle Panic, um, the expansion of Castle Panic, Wizard's Tower, and most recently, Dead Panic. Um, all of these games are excellent, and if you don't have at least one of them on your shelf, just pause what you're doing and go and buy them as soon as possible, because they are <laughs> awesome. Uh, Justin, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you guys are just incredibly busy, and um, it means a lot to me that you'd, uh, that you'd stop by and... Or rather, Tune in or whatever you call that. Join the channel <laughs> yeah, to exactly. talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's a
1: pleasure to be here, but that'd be kinda of awkward because yeah. I'm just sitting in my office. But yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: well, you know, <laughs> thanks for
1: having us, Rick. Yeah, no place like home again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's um, all good. Yeah, it's a uh, crazy busy but good times.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you remember, um, but I actually got to meet you whenever you were doing your big tour with fireside games uh last year. Uh it must have been First quarter of two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Um. Go ahead.
1: We were back in Texas. Was it? uh, Was that San Angelo?
0: It was San Angelo. It sure was. Specialties. Yeah. 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 Totally. That
1: was a great visit, by the way. Specialties is a great store out there.
0: It is a great store. We've actually had. We actually. Um. They're a really great novelty store. If you guys are in the area. Um, you check them out. They are over by the bowling alley, and we're such a small town. We only have the one, um, so we check them out. There's a big blue door, and they are um, uh, George and his son Alex, and um, I forget I forget the other uh, the, the uh, his Linda's, wife's name.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Linda, right?
0: Linda, if you may be right there, and if I'm if it's okay. not, I'm sorry, Linda, or whatever your name is. But they have a really good shop, and they offer a lot of really cool games, and then other hobby toys as well for children. Uh, learning activities and things like that so really cool toy store and hobby store mixed into one which is nice
1: Mm -hmm. yeah very
0: neat Uh, anyways you you were doing this really i don't know if at the time it was as big as it was or how far along you had gotten but it ended up growing into a pretty massive undertaking you guys drove all around the country um just showing people (laughs) what fireside had to offer right
1: yeah, it was uh, it was uh, uh, the word epic would almost be appropriate for this thing. Yeah. We uh, we were on the road, let's see. Let me look at my little chart here. We actually hit the road um uh February, I want to say like the 11th of last year. Uh hit California. I, I won't go into the details the back and forth. It's ridiculous. We crossed the country like three times practically. We <laughs> didn't do the west coast, but it was pretty much the south uh uh, uh the southwest, uh, rather I should say um, the East, I'm sorry, West Coast, the uh, mm, a little bit of North, like the Pacific Northwest, and then we actually did some stuff back here in Texas. And because of the crazy schedule, we were doing Texas in the middle. Um, the whole thing came up because uh, uh, for a long time, Fireside had essentially just been me full time with uh, my wife, Anne-Marie, uh, designing games and uh, she designed Bears and helping out with the company immensely in her spare time with her day job. Mm -hmm. Well, the company she was at, they ended up selling off all their assets and it came down to a point where we're like, okay, you can go look for another job or you could come on board Fireside full time because I need the help. And (laughs) we decided that made the most sense but we both also were like, oh, wow, that means all of Fire- Firestone has to pay us to survive now. I mean, that's actual salary, so mm-hmm. we need to make sure we earn it. And we decided that what we would do is go ahead and um, rent our house and then hit this tour and do the whole thing as a marketing event. And uh, uh, basically tour most of the U.S., pitching our games, doing demos, hitting every convention we could get to, every store we'd never been to, uh, a ton of research up front on where to go and what to see. And uh, it was hilarious because in the beginning I was nervous, like, oh, wow, what if the IRS sees this and they're like, there's no way you lived on the road. I'm so nervous. How are we going <laughs> to legitimize this? Yeah. About two weeks into it, I was no longer worried at all. I was like, forget it. All I'm doing is work 24 hours a day. Nice. Every drop of gas that goes in the van is work oriented. So <laughs> um, I've never felt more secure in my tax records for a year than this one. So
0: Awesome. But yeah,
1: we ended up going, I mean, uh, we hit Gen Con in this thing. We were out to a couple of conventions in California. We were up in Seattle. Um We got back to austin let's see when did we wrap up wow it was like october when we got back so most of the year pretty much on the road traveling going from state to state place to place it was a hoot and man did we meet a lot of cool people and see a lot of cool stores
0: yeah i bet man i wish i wish i could have been a fly in the wall just in half of those stores you got to see and you get what's awesome is if you guys check out fireside games um, twitter feed their facebook feed their youtube channel um, I believe, which is all just fireside games at whatever respective medium, um, they yeah, have a lot much. of mm-hmm. really cool content that they did, a lot of sweet time-lapse videos, and um, uh, they're doing the journey, and uh, you guys even did something I really enjoyed, uh, you did the, like, weird chip and taste reviews, like different throat <laughs> snacks and stuff like that, which I thought was really fun. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's one of my things. We decided to call it the What's Justin Gonna Eat Next uh chapters of the video. And literally, we would stop and find something weird that is, like, regional or we'd never heard of. And I would eat it on camera and tell people what I thought. And sometimes they were good, sometimes they were a little weird. But, uh yeah, that was a lot of fun. And the time-lapse ones are some of my favorite, though. We did our drive because the way the tour worked was just ridiculous. We had to go from, uh let's see, I guess it was from L.A., to uh, No, not L.A., uh, San Diego. No, San Francisco. From San Francisco to Indianapolis, which if you've looked at the U.S. is pretty much all of it. And right. we did a time lapse of that out to Gen Con. And I think the video is like maybe three minutes long and it just zips past. So that's one of my favorite ones. And then we did it again coming from, uh I think it's Tennessee to Portland. So if you want to see what those look like in fast, the high-speed motion, they're actually really cool. There's some beautiful stretches out there, and it's pretty hilarious to watch the U.S. go by in, like, two minutes.
0: It is very, very, <laughs> it's a very, very cool video. Um, who did the driving? Were you and Anne-Marie just doing shifts, or how'd that yep. work? Yeah, we just split
1: it up. Um, we actually had it working that only, those, those, two, those two big legs where we crossed the country were the only really crazy parts. Otherwise, we had stops along the way. We'd uh, drive, like, into Arizona, and we'd hit a few stores. We'd hit somewhere in New Mexico, and then we'd stay there for a week and, you know, work on stuff, hit a few stores. Then we'd go somewhere else and stay there for a week. So the drives really weren't as bad as it sounds. Um, those two really long stretches where we had to just haul butt from uh, California to Indiana, those were ridiculous. I won't deny that that was crazy. And yeah. It's not like we drove all night. But, yeah, we'd trade off. You know, I'd drive for a while, she'd drive for a while, and back off. It was just kind of what you need to do to get there you know
0: <laughs> sure sure so um overall looking back if you could do it all over again would you
1: oh in a heartbeat that was a hoot um the irony is we've kind of done little versions of this tour in the past we did one in the south where we did like georgia atlanta um uh, the uh carolinas and mm-hmm. hit stores out there but that was like uh, two weeks maybe uh, uh nothing this long nothing this epic um if we did it again i would definitely break up into smaller pieces Living on the road that long was kind of an endurance test, and I think we could achieve really good results with a shorter one. Like, for instance, I don't know if you have any people that listen out in, like, the Utah and Colorado area. Sure. We sort of had to skip those two. Um, because of the way our trip worked and our timing, we kind of missed those two, and we know there's a ton of gamers out there. So oh, we are looking at doing, sometime down the road, another visit. That will probably be, like, maybe a two- or three-week trip where we spend a couple, a week and a half maybe in uh, in Colorado and a week and a half in Utah or something like that. It won't be this big multi-year thing, but uh, <laughs> it'll be pretty serious. We'll try and hit every store we can if there's a convention we can tie it into. I know um, uh, SaltCon is out there. Uh, that falls on a weird weekend for us, but there's there's tons of stores and tons of gamers out there we'd love to go see. So we're not done with it, but I don't think we'll be doing a you know nine-month version of it anytime <laughs> <Yeah>. soon.
0: <laughs> well, I definitely thank you for stopping in San Angelo. I mean, we're Kind of right down the road in the grand scheme of things, but um, yeah, it was it was cool to see, and it's it was pretty much a first for the area. Um, I know the people that listen to this podcast nice. know we we come from a. In our town is 96,000 people in it, and uh, overall, gaming, you're either a video game player, you're a tabletop game player, and board games are really just starting to become a big thing here, uh, which I mm. think is maybe happening all over. I don't know if this is something that's mm-hmm. just new to us or what, but it seems to be, and again, I've said it before, but a, a, a renaissance of sorts coming back, everyone pushing away from the from the computer screens, getting back to the table, laughing and talking and socializing with others. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. And you guys are some of the best in the business. You really are. Uh, oh, uh,
1: thanks,
0: man. Well, I mean, it's 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 true. Uh, Castle Panic is, how, I don't know, how many awards has Castle Panic won?
1: Uh, we've technically only won one award. We got nominated for an Origins. We're in the process of applying for a bunch that we didn't realize we could. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, we wait. may have more under our belt Oh, uh, so, yeah. Um, we... Sorry, Sorry about that. Ahead.
0: The uh, I remember watching Tabletop, um, the Geek and Sundry show, um, and Will Wheaton. Mm -hmm. He actually had some pretty high praise when they played Castle Panic. Whenever he was, um, and this is something again as to your design of designing the game, just the fact that when he moved the life counter for one of the uh, one of the units of the I don't remember if it was an orc or goblin or what, but he just switched it from a two to a one. And he just said, you know, uh-huh. isn't this the coolest game mechanic ever? I mean, just that little <laughs> thing right there. It's just such a yeah, he praise. said it. <laughs>
1: it was cool. I think his line was something about, like, it's the coolest mechanic since Mousetrap. And I yeah, yeah. like, wow, that's pretty awesome, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and, it, and we, were, we went round and round with that. You know, I have my, uh, my prototype pile of bits where it took us a while to figure out that. It's one of those things that's so simple, of course it looks easy. But no, that was a lot of hard work figuring that out, you know?
0: so, Oh, man, that's yeah. just awesome. It's,
1: it's it's pretty cool. That was that was high praise indeed. Yeah,
0: so, so good for us. No denying that. <laughs> and it's definitely and it's definitely something that is well deserved. And even before the tabletop show, you know, I I knew about Castle Panic even in my small bubble here. We just it was one of those things that people knew about the game. It was it was getting a lot of play time, and it was the one that people mm-hmm. talked about a lot, mainly because it was cooperative and it was something that was new and fresh and just fun. And it was. A, difficult at times especially when you had the wrong (laughs) the wrong party makeup or someone didn't understand it was just uh you know you'd be jerking your hair out one second and then just be cheering the next i mean it's just Mm -hmm. one of those games that you can just play over and over again and still have a different experience which is just awesome
1: yeah yeah we're really really proud of it i mean we started the company with that game because we knew we had something good when we decided we were gonna take the savings and and you know roll the dice so to speak and start the company that Mm -hmm. was the ticket we knew we had something unique that we were going to run with and uh, you know, thanks to all the fans that have followed along and people like you have been spreading the word, it has been, uh, astounding. You know, it's, it's my life now. I, I do this full time and so does Anne Marie. In fact, we've actually hired some marketing people to help us keep doing. So it's, yeah, I was going to mention that. Congratulations
0: on. on that, by the way. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's very, very cool. We're very, very excited. Uh, Chris and Maureen have been with us for a while, uh, on a sort of, uh, loan basis. They uh-huh. actually run a, uh, very cool, uh, steampunk and costume uh, business on their own called Frenzy Universe, FrenzyUniverse.com. Very neat stuff. Maureen is a seamstress and hand makes a lot of their stuff. Oh, that's awesome. uh, And, it, yeah, it's amazingly cool stuff. We met them at an Origins years and years ago, and uh, Anne-Marie and Chris had worked together uh, here in Austin. And uh, huh. we hadn't seen them in a forever. We got back together. We immediately hit it off and immediately started talking about business, about what it's like to work at a con, and they had all sorts of tips for us, and... One thing led to another, and they decided, well, they didn't want to go to Gen Con anymore with their own business, but they'd come help us. So if you've been to a Gen Con and come by our booth, you've probably met Chris and Maureen before. They're hard to forget. They're both so awesome. And (laughs) years and years and years of this led to the fact that, okay, these guys have nothing but great ideas. Uh, they're brilliant. We love working with them. We love them dearly. Let's bring them on board, and it's been fantastic. We have so many cool things we're gonna do this year. Um, I, I, I'm all, I'm all fidgety. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> great, what We're gonna man. be able to do.
0: That's absolutely so, yeah. great. Um, well, as far as cons <laughs> go, which which cons are you guys planning on hitting up this year?
1: Well, um, we're definitely doing Gen Con again. That's gonna be the big one. Um, there's a bunch that are still sort of in the air in terms of uh, nailing down. We need either someone to get back to us and confirm, or um, we need to double-check some schedules. There's a few conflicts. Um, coming up the end of this month, and Marie and I are going to be at uh, a thing called Table. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, Roll Let's to Play, it. up in... Uh, uh, up in... Uh, I'm going to butcher the name of the town. It's Capel or Couple. It's like an extension of Dallas. Of oh, Dallas, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, yeah. And it's uh, Tiffany, the owner of a store uh, called Roll to Play, is putting together this thing. And it's cool, because it's not really a typical convention. It's a board game learning expo that's what a table stands for tabletop and board game learning expo the idea is it's very very general public oriented they are not broadcasting to just game groups they're trying to get um boy scout troops involved they're trying to get uh uh which uh, um, community groups brought in i think they're just talking with some libraries so the idea is we're going to go up there and show our games to people who have probably never seen anything but monopoly and that kind of stuff. So right. That's um, awesome. We're really psyched. Yeah, she's very active in the community, and we're over the moon about this. We think it's a really cool thing coming up. Um, we're going to do Gen Con. We're going to do Dragon Con. We're going to do a bunch of the retailer shows um, uh, around the com- uh, the country. In fact, Gamma, the big one, is coming up just in a couple of weeks out in Las, uh, Las Vegas. Oh, wow. My brain is dropping out on me right now, but we are going to <laughs> many, many of these things. Uh, um like I said, it's a question of nailing some of them down still and getting uh, ink on paper in a few sure. cases. but
0: <laughs> Oh, table sounds. T- table actually sounds. I'm sorry, I'm going back here. That actually sounds very interesting. And uh, yeah, what's what's the name really of the shop topic. again that's doing it?
1: Roll to play. Two uh, being the
0: number. Yeah.
1: Um. As long as I'm here with the power of the internet, so I can see if she's got uh, the table website up that I don't know if that's actually working. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, while I type. Hello, radio. This is yeah. the best kind of radio ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's awesome.
0: No, that's... It, yeah. it, 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 just the fact that you it's have almost like a resources. raising awareness okay. thing seems awesome.
1: It really, really is. It is uh, this really cool idea. I mean, she already does a lot of stuff out in um, uh, uh, the community. She She goes to... Uh, libraries and, uh, uh, kids groups and things like that. So this is a really natural way to, to bring it in for her. But for the industry, I mean, this is kind of the big thing that always, always cracks me up. I, most people don't realize that ugh, I'm going to get the number wrong. The overall board game industry is something like a five billion dollar a year. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, now that does include like magic and stuff like that, but it's, it's no small potatoes. Yet so many people in the world have never even heard of this entire industry it, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's invisible to most people so bringing it out in the open anything we can do like that is uh just completely fabulous honestly. um yeah she's doing amazing
0: yeah there's there's <laughs> not a week that goes by here that i don't talk to somebody who is just completely oblivious to the the type of games out there right now for board gaming it's just they think of board games they think of sorry they think of monopoly they think of those classic milton bradley and uh, games. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know. They just don't know about games like Castle Panic. So, what I do is I take a couple of games off my shelf, I show them, and then they just get hooked. I mean, it's just one of those things yeah. that if you're a gamer, or really if you are a lot of people use them in school environments as well and, and, and help teach kids, I've taught my son how to, to do basic math by playing games, which is just yeah. which is one of those things just so mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Yeah. And I love the fact that, like, you can't play these games without being social. You have to sit with another person, talk with another person, agree on the rules you're going to follow and all that. And and like you said, you can learn some basic math, you learn some strategy, you Uh learn forecasting, you learn predictive, uh, 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 computating, for lack of a better word. It's amazing what you get out of it. So it's such a much more rewarding experience on a lot of levels. And like you said, people just don't know about it. We were cracking up the other day. We were talking with a banker. And explaining some of the numbers that we're looking at. And he was just sort of scratching his head going, you guys are doing what again? <laughs> like board games. Yes, we're making board yeah. games and we're doing pretty good. You should give us more money. We're, yeah. we're playing it's with cardboard
0: at the end of the day.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We push cardboard around and people like this. Yeah. Real quick, before we get too far off it, let me give the website for table in case oh, anybody wants do. to make the drive out there. Um, it's, uh, www, roll, R-O-L-L, to play P-L-A-Y.com, slash table. Uh, just T-A-B-L-E. Awesome. Uh, that will get you to her website, and it is happening from Friday the 28th through Sunday the 30th. Um, I believe there are tickets. People are booking hotel rooms for this stuff. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be held at the Westin in uh, in Irving, Texas, which if any of your fans think that maybe is tickling something in their head, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the uh, hotel BGG used to use for the old BGG con. Oh, awesome. So, um, uh, yeah, so Board Game Geek, guys. So they're basically going to take over that thing. Uh first year they've done it. It was a Kickstarter thing that was successful. Um hopefully she does it forever and ever, but we're psyched to be there. Um Steve from Steve Jackson Games is yeah. gonna be up there too, kind of a guest of honor. Um uh Kevin Ooh, I'm gonna get his name wrong. Nun, I think, the guy who invented uh DuckDuckGo. Uh oh, Keith awesome. Baker, the writer for Dungeons and Dragons. That's some, some decent names are gonna be there. It's a cool thing just to get a chance to meet these guys, and then this whole exposing to the community thing just makes me giddy yeah exciting
0: stuff yeah that's that's absolutely fabulous that's such a great great idea great concept um Mm -hmm. if we can make it out that's i mean it's four and a half hour drive but that's that's definitely worth (laughs) it maybe just for a day or something so that's that's yeah exactly
1: Mm -hmm. cool stuff
0: oh man so um going back to to fireside um You've you've got you've got uh, Dead Panic Castle Panic. There's not a lot of people who um, rather maybe a couple of your other games that maybe not as well known. Um, uh, Bloodsuckers and Bears, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Bears right. designed by Anne Marie. It is a um, it's a game that hits the table over here at least twice a week. It's one of the games we play with my right. son, and he just loves it. Um, fantastic <laughs> game, very very low cost <laughs> game, and it's just it's just one of those games that just it makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, right. blood, Bloodsuckers. Um it's actually a mm-hmm. game I got to I think anne Marie actually showed me how to play it um it, it, at specialties here whenever you guys were in San Angelo I haven't actually got to be able to get a right. copy of it yet but I wanted to um can you can you go into detail about mm-hmm. what Bloodsuckers is cuz that's a fun game
1: Yeah Bloodsuckers it it's our it's our little underrated game it's so funny um it was the game we came out with actually second right after Castle mm-hmm. Panic and it's still one of my favorites um we wanted to do something really different and we did and to some extent that that has kind of mm, hurt isn't the right word but people kind of don't know we did that game it's sure. been buried under the avalanche of praise for um, Castle Panic right. and it is so different that if you want another Castle Panic oh this game is not Castle Panic <laughs> <laughs> it is completely different yeah. um the shortcut way we say it is it is a uh, um, a brutal uh vampires versus hunters card game Uh, And one of the reasons I wanted to do it is I was so tired of the sparkly, pretty vampires, I wanted to bring scary vampires back. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen a game where you got to play a little more of the modern version of the vampire hunters, kind of like the stuff from Blade or Mm -hmm. things like that, where you see a team of hunters who knows what they're doing. These aren't naive teenagers. These guys have guns, they've got stakes, they've got holy water. They're ready to do this. They're trained, going up against a group of, you know, immortal monsters of the night kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's the way the game is set up, essentially. There's a, uh, it's a two-sided game. It can be played two to four players, depending on how you split it up, because you can play with teammates. But one side plays as the hunters, the other side plays as vampires. And you are trying to take over the town we call Blackwood, which is a really cool feature in the game. I don't know if you remember the little standby board with the dials yeah. on it. I love that. Yeah. Uh, right. Blackwood's got these five dials on it, and each one's a different location. There's like a hospital, a nightclub. Uh Let me see, there's the uh, graveyard, the church, and the police station. And each of these dials shows you a different condition in that area. There are innocent bystanders at each of these places. Literally people who don't know what's about to happen to them. And it's all bad. <laughs> so the way it works is you will fight um, uh, uh, hunters of vampires over each of those locations, trying to claim those bystanders, because the bystanders are kind of like the victory points in a way for each location. So if there's three bystanders, I want to win them. And if I win two and you win one, I would control that location. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would switch that out to show my faction symbol, either vampire or hunter. Um, uh, if we tie, because it's possible we might tie, no one gets that location that's locked down. You only fight each location once. Uh, and whoever controls the most locations wins the game. So it's sort of a two-stage game. You're having an individual battle at each location, and then the winner of the location, no, excuse me, the winner of more locations wins the game. So uh yeah, there's a bit of a meta thing going on there, and the gameplay is a really mean and nasty uh card game. Uh, some people have compared it to like a CCG that you don't collect. I'm not sure that's quite fair, but it is based on the idea of you have a team of hunters. Literally, you have characters in front of you, or I'm sorry, they could be vampires also. You, you have a team of characters, and your characters perform actions, and those actions could be things like stabbing another guy shooting someone moving around if you need to and the goal is again make it through um the day and the night because each battle is one full day night cycle Mm -hmm. uh with each turn being one player has a turn uh, uh let me back up each player has an equal number of day and night turns so the game is balanced in that sense um some of your cards will shift depending on the time of day so if i'm a hunter i'm better during the day i have a couple of cards that can only be used when the sun is up vampires are the opposite better at night couple of cards have to be played when the sun is down uh and really you'll just try that. and tear each. that's awesome i know right isn't that fun um the sun actually matters in our game yeah. uh you basically tear each other apart and it is a mean little game i think that's part of why some people were a little turned off like whoa this isn't castle panic it's not cooperative and it's kind of mean spirit <laughs> there's a lot of take that in this game you are going to beat on a guy till he's down then you're going to beat on him again because you have to kill these guys get them out of the game and that's one of the fun things too is your characters can be well, if they're, if they're vampires, you can kill them. You can basically turn them to ash, and they get discarded out of the game. If you're a hunter, you might get killed, which is bad, or bitten. And if you're bitten by a vampire, you get a little marker on you. What well, you put the card on it. And then when the sun sets on the dial, um, if your guy hasn't been healed, he turns into a vampire and joins the other guy's team. So it, we, we went very literal with that mythology there. And there's no that's way awesome. back. Once you turn to a vampire, that's it. You're stuck. Now, the cool part is, okay, so you're losing people, obviously. But those innocent bystanders I mentioned in the beginning, they're your new recruits. Because when a battle is over, you're going to take the people you got the highest score on, because you're essentially putting like fight points on people, you get the highest fight point, you pull those people to your side, flip them over, they're no longer innocent bystanders, they're new recruits. They either become new vampires or new hunters, and you go to the next location and fight again. So your army can grow, even though you're getting these horrible blows dealt to you over and over again, kind of thing. Just, just I guess you can't tell. I think it's a hoot. I love the game, but it is mean and nasty, and people need to be ready for that. But there's also nothing quite like it out there that I've been able to find. It's not a CCG. It's not a Magic clone. It's not. (sighs) It's really. It's hard for me to describe what it is. (laughs) My mate thing, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No. It's 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 definitely unique. And there's uh, another thing too. I don't I don't think you touched on but the, each of the characters that you have has special ability properties that they can do which is cool right, so if mm-hmm. you flip over a bystander he may have or he or she may have a, an ability that really synergizes well with your team or something that you really need whether it's getting additional adrenaline or blood or or, or, or mm-hmm. um, being able to take other actions and things like that it's just it's one of those things that very well balanced and again I wanted to bring it up because it's it's it was so fun when I got to play it, and I only played it the one time a year ago, right? And I still remember mm-hmm. it. I, and I remember losing <laughs> the game, and I'm still pissed <laughs> about it. Like <laughs> perfect, so, you need to play again. I yeah. do, I do. I'm going um, it's I've got it's incredibly busy right now for us um, on the channel, but as soon as I have some mm-hmm. time, I really would love to. Um, get a copy and uh, feature it on the channel because it's one of those games that's just, it, people need to play it, I think, it's because it's that much mm-hmm. fun. And it was, you mentioned yeah. it before, it's, you can also play with uh, on teams. You can do two-on-two, two, and that experience alone was something that I yep. really enjoyed. Um, you know, my teammate and I strategizing, looking over across the table. There's another two guys sitting there trying to figure out what to do. We do something, they do something in response. Yep, exactly. Oh, I got a counter for that. And then it turns out, crap, no, I don't, because they had a counter for my counter. Those those things, just, yep, exactly. And, uh, oh, man, just a ton of fun. So you guys check out Bloodsuckers if you haven't. Definitely check out Bears as well. Um, if you're looking for a really quick, um, really fun game, Bears is great. Um, it's one of those games, too, that you can buy multiple copies of Bears and just play with as many people as you want. I think the base yes. set plays up to four players, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, mm-hmm. So each yeah, set you get you can get um you can get another four players involved in which is awesome. And it's uh jeez, I'm going to butcher the prize, but around uh, definitely under $20 if I remember correctly. Um Yeah, it's a $19.95, yeah 19 it's 95 technically, so yep. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's one and it comes games,
1: with a uh... Oh sorry, go ahead.
0: It, it's just it's just one of those games that we we enjoy to play and it's just fun. Um
1: Yeah, Bears is really quick. The funny thing is during the tour, every time we would show Bears to someone, if people like and am unfamiliar, they'd look at it and go, "Oh, is this like Zombie Dice?" Like Ah, oh, Zombie Dice, come on, no, it's nothing like Zombie <laughs> Dice. But the irony is, that's how popular that game is now. If you mm-hmm. say Dice Game, you have to tell people how you're not like Zombie Dice now. So congratulations to our friends at Steve Jackson Games. They've kind of dominated the Dice Game market now. But uh yeah, theirs is completely different. The real-time pairing aspect, the fact that there is strategy where there doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be at first. A lot of people think it's just a snatch and grab. Then you realize, wait, what I take and what I leave is very important to how badly I screw my buddy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so, that's great. And i really I love you... the other variant the um i don't have to be faster than the bear i just have to be <laughs> faster than you
1: yes um, exactly <laughs> you know, the
0: race to score the runners i mean it's just awesome um yeah 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 i You're mean bears teach, is so. one of those games too I, I like it more than i like zombie dice um because i think nice. it's a bit more it's not just luck of the role in deciding when to right hold and you actually hold. have choice You have choices, your opponents have choices, and you guys are all playing at the same Mm -hmm. time. So it's frantic and it's speedy and you you start to sweat and you're looking over and you see a guy who's got (laughs) three, uh, three campers and sleeping bags. And you're like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to take, I want to make sure there's a bear left on the table. So all of those guys (laughs) die. That kind of thing. You need to get eaten.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a good, that's a fun one to demo too, especially to people that aren't ready for it. We really enjoy that one. And, uh, yeah, it's been it, it's it's done well for us. We're trying to get that into some uh, stores like camping stores and things like that, but there's quite a bit of hoops to jump through there. We're still, uh, still putting effort into that, but, yeah, that's a great one. I think we did a, what was it, an eight-player game when we were at Specialties? We had to open up another box. I remember that. We couldn't yeah, do it in a single set, so we dumped two together. <laughs> yeah, there but, was yeah. eight
0: of us playing, um, and I don't know if you did that at every store, but there was a tournament. You guys gave away a free copy um, to the winner yeah. of that thing, which was which is just cool. You know, it's just one of those things yeah. that... Um, really, I know for me, made the trip, uh, made your guys' trip to San Angelo very memorable, and I'm sure for other people it did as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. We did do that at a lot of other stores, and when we would mention, hey, we're about to do a Bears tournament, people would be standing around thinking, well, I was going to get in this other game, but I don't have time for a three hour tournament. We're like, no, no, it'll take 15 minutes. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> quite fun to hit them with that, too.
0: Oh, it's just awesome. Evic, <laughs> uh, I'm curious, uh, because Bears seems like one of those games that would be perfect for a show like tabletop um whenever did they ever approach you about having castle panic there or was that just one thing that um the uh that they just shot and you didn't know it it was out until it was out uh well the
1: tabletop story is kind of funny actually uh back in like 2000 oh gosh 2009 maybe 2010 um will actually played uh castle panic at rincon out in uh uh, phoenix i think it is out in arizona Um, and he fell in love with it, and he actually did a video, or I'm sorry, somebody at the convention did a video called My One Favorite Thing at Rincon, and they went around, they filmed everyone said, what was your favorite thing? And in the end, they catch him, like, right as he's leaving for his flight, and he basically says, hey, everybody, you've got to play this game called Castle Panic. It's my one favorite thing, which, you know, Avery and I are like, wow, Will Whedon knows we exist, and that was great. (laughs) And um, we have a friend of a friend kind of thing where somebody knows Will, and he mentioned, yeah, Will really liked your game. Which was fantastic. We were but that's amazing, cool, great. Um and then I uh, eventually got to give him a very awkward hug at a Gen Con he wasn't ready for it, but I was, so I had my, my awkward Lewiten <laughs> hug, which was great. Yeah. And luckily that didn't curse me. But um, um later on I got a call, uh this was before Tabletop had even aired, and I got a call from one of the producer people saying, Hey, Will wants is do Will's doing this new YouTube channel. He wants to do it on games and he'd love to run Castle Panic. Can we get your permission? Yeah, sure. Can we get a few copies so people can play it before they're on the show so we don't have to spend too much time teaching them? Yeah, sure. I sent a case or whatever to Hollywood. And that was, you know, we figured that's cool. I'd love to see it when it comes out. Well, we were episode six and they filmed, I think, eight of them before the first one aired, so nobody knew what this was. And when Tabletop hit, it went crazy. So all of a sudden, I get a phone call from my guys in my uh, warehouse out in Atlanta. And they're like, have you heard about this tabletop show Will's doing? Yeah. He's selling out every game that's come out. You know, yeah. like the small world guys, I guess, were just completely caught off guard. And so were we, ironically. That's why there was a drought of Castle Panic for a while. When it hit, we blew through... Uh, the la we thought we had the rest of the year covered. It came out in, what, March or May, I think was our episode. We blew through our entire year inventory and had to do an emergency reprint. Oh, so, that's awesome. Quite the little success story there, yeah. <laughs> Will's little YouTube channel's done awfully good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those shows, again, if you're listening to this podcast, surely you know what it is, but in the off chance you don't, Tabletop is a show where Will Wheaton and his friends slash celebrity slash friends of Geek and Sundry get together and they play a game, and he kind of gives you a brief rule summary first and then they play the game and generally they play games that um, have a winner or a, a clear objective um, I think they've put a couple cooperative games Castle Panic obviously one of them they put a couple role playing games mm-hmm. which, which are really cool episodes but they, they'll play it over uh, a 30 minute episode on YouTube and it's just very well shot Gets really nice shots of the components. Have They have nice little dialogue in between there, kind of while the game is going. They'll be talking about their strategy mm-hmm. and whatnot. It's just really, really well done. And it seems like um, any game that comes on uh, tabletop, it just instantly on BoardGameGeek will go to the hotness. And <laughs> uh, oh, people yeah. will just be going nuts for it. Because, again, it's I think at the end of the day, it's about exposure. So many, so many yes. great games that people just don't know about and a guy like Will Wheaton, who's who's a who's a pretty big star in the gaming culture, um he may not be a Hollywood A lister anymore, but he's definitely one that um you know, if he plays a game like Castle Panic, you sell out of your yearly inventory. That's that's big. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well Will's got cred in a couple of different worlds is what's cool. There's the people who know him from Star Trek, there's mm-hmm. the people who know him from his books, he's huge conventions. Um he 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 writes um uh uh Introductions and stuff for other sci-fi books and things. So he's one of those people who's got his toes in a lot of different pools, and it's cool to see the crossover work that way. But yeah, hands down, tabletop has been the biggest thing for our industry ever. The exposure we're getting there to new people is astounding. Uh, uh one of the things on our trip that we we learned last year was so many people out there were essentially saying, "I'm not a gamer, but I like all these games, and I literally am buying everything that's on tabletop." They were getting like a checklist from the show practically, and yeah, loving yeah. it, getting their friends onto it. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Really, really cool.
0: I think my first um, out of my first twenty games I saw at least half of them on tabletop. And so I got into oh, the yeah. um, it was probably a little before tabletop. I played Settlers of Catan. Um, which again mm. is one of those things you usually it usually starts with settlers or it starts with Carcassonne. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of yep. those two games. Uh, but you pl- I played that over at a friend's house one night and I was like, Holy crap, this is fun. I mean this is just one of those I never thought yeah it could be like this. <laughs> and then you start doing a little research yeah. and then it's 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 almost like a like a um a not as frowned upon meth habit at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just like I just yeah, I just got it action. It. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's fun. Yeah. And I, well, I was wondering, you know, what are the chances of seeing something like Bears on Tabletop? Do you Can you write the producers? Can we petition it? If I start a big Bears for Tabletop thing on Twitter, <laughs> is, is, I mean, what do we need to do today? Because that seems like it could be you never it'd know. a good fit.
1: <laughs> it might work. Um, yeah. The rule last I heard is that it still boils down to Will only wants to play games he likes. Okay. Um, with the success of the show, I know that they have been inundated with free copies of games from every publisher on Earth who oh, wants I'm them to sure, play their game. Yeah. Um and I, I as far as I know, I don't keep in super tight contact with their daily operations, but my understanding is it all so boils down to they have to think it's worth filming it'll, it, you know it'll make a good show uh visually, and that everyone wants to play it and basically does will like it enough so are you're kind of getting his greatest hits essentially, which is awesome um ironically, we played Bears with uh Bo, the producer. And he said, "I think this might work on the show. Can I have a few copies? Said, of course, you can have as many as you want." We gave him <laughs> copies, and you know that Will did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many hundreds do you need? Yeah. Um. He, uh, Will, did a uh, Google Hangout about a year, maybe two years ago. I can't remember now. Where he talked about the. I think it was back when they were still worrying about season two. Uh, he was sitting there in his, in his office talking about it, and at one point, he points to a pile of, a pile of games behind him. And he's like, "This is everything we're considering." For the upcoming seasons we and haven't even bears. played some of these games yet but we're looking at and bears is right there i can see it in the background Everyone and i are both like
0: yay play it play it so i remember um, that i actually remember watching that i was being i was there in that hangout because i know he was going to do lords of Waterdeep at the time yeah and i was exactly. really excited about that one as well
1: we did get him to play it at origins a couple of years ago uh and Felicia was there, too, and it was pretty hilarious, because Felicia was very distracted, and she, and she got completely mauled by the Bears. But, uh yeah, he did get a chance to try it. I don't know if it stuck with him enough. Um, it, they'll let us know, I assume, before they do it, which is good. We'll probably need to do a reprint. But uh um, as far as I know, it's it's potentially going to happen. We'd love to see that on there, though, especially if they did another one of those episodes where it's like here are like two or three short games Oh yeah, and be great. made one episode out of that. I think they could do another one of those easy. Just mm-hmm. Bang, those no out.
0: Um, keep our fingers crossed games that are not like bloodsuckers bears dead panic you know some of the other publishers do you do you have much time to get out there and play things i know this past year has probably been crazy for you has there been anything you've seen that's really caught your eye as far as certain mechanics that you'd like to try or dabble with or um anything on the horizon that you're looking towards
1: well oh uh. I played a yeah, this year was crazy. I played a few things, but not nearly enough. And I'm sitting here staring at my wall of unplayed games I have.
0: No oh, man. Which is
1: really awful. But um <laughs> uh several things that I saw it's hard for me with mechanics. Um it's very much right time, right place for me. Sure. Something really old may pop up and be a great mechanic. I tend to not try and chase that very much. Um, like, I currently have no plans to make a deck build. I think it's an interesting mechanic, but let it be where it belongs, and if it works in one of my games, I'll add it. Uh sure. But I'm not, you know, working on making those right now. Uh... Just in terms of things that were impressive, uh, Love Letter is amazing for what you can do with, what is it, 16 cards and a few wooden tokens.
0: Oh, fantastic um, that, game.
1: Yeah, just great. And that's another one that, showing it to anybody, they're like, what? Let's play again, you know? It's, that one's really, really been fun.
0: Yeah, um, Coup is another one of those types of games that's, that's a lot of fun. I don't know if you had a chance to look at that yet.
1: I have not. Everybody tells me that's really good. I need to try that It's one. very Love
0: Letter-esque. Um, it's very familiar to Love Letter to me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I, speaking of that kind of world, I managed to finally get a play of *The Resistance* in, and, and I see why that's so popular at conventions and stuff. Now that was a good time. Too. That's
0: a great game. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of my. Um, I, I don't think the mechanic is very new per se, but that that social deduction, bluffing, werewolf type uh, style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this 2013 is mm-hmm. probably probably one of my games of the year because it was just we played it so much, and everybody that played it really liked it, with the exception of my wife. Only because I had a caller a spy one time, and there's that's bad blood <laughs> <it's> bad, <so. laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, yes, I was accused of being a spy early on, too. I was very bad at talking my way out of it, but yeah, yeah it uh no that was a that was a great one, and I love the way it limits itself to a certain number of rounds and mm-hmm. stuff and the 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 pressure builds and all that really nicely done, and again, not a ton of components necessarily They're relatively portable, you could probably even play it without a lot of those pieces if you just have you know a counter or some paper, but yeah, oh, that sure. one was really good. Um, I'm way behind on a lot of new stuff right now, um, uh, trying to, ah, yeah, those are the two that probably stuck with me the most, and ironically, they're both that kind of social deduction bluffing kind of Mm -hmm. uh, mechanic to some degree, uh, which really, really cool. I'm, I'm not particularly burning to do one myself right now. I think it's neat if it works, like I said, in a game, I'll use it, but, uh, um, yeah, those were definitely cool. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of, uh. Of other other things I've missed, what would you say are the uh, like? Give me a couple I should check out.
0: Um, definitely, if you're a fan of Love Letter, you should check out Coup. Um They actually reprinted okay. Coup recently for um, to have it fit in the Resistance universe. Um, so that's kind oh, of nice, a nice, okay. nice kind of crossover there, which is really cool. Um, man, those are fun. Takonoku, I don't know if you've played that yet, um, but it is. <laughs> Sorry, say what?
1: I've seen it, but I haven't gotten to sit down and play it yet.
0: Yeah, I think it I think it was the 2012 Golden Geek. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure about that. I may be wrong about the year. Um, but it is kind of a um, set completion. Um, it, you have three different objectives. um Essentially, you can move a panda around and it can eat bamboo, you can grow bamboo (laughs) in a certain amount of uh, quantities, or you can plant in the garden in a certain way. So there's three different types of set collections you can do to score objectives. And then after so many objectives or scores, kind of everybody kind of races for one last turn to get points. So it's a victory point machine, but it's very, very well executed. That's that's one that... um, uh, recently my mother-in-law's had some uh, medical problems and I got that game the day we found out and it was I played it with my wife and it was just cool to see her kind of glowing from enjoying the game um, and she, nice. doesn't, she doesn't play a lot of tabletop games so it was nice for her to kind of step away and that's another one of the reasons why at the end of the day I'm a gamer I'm sure other people are gamers just nice to let go of life for a second and enjoy something that's just for fun you know. Um, mm-hmm, but Takenoko is exactly, yeah. really good. I'm a big fan of the social deduction games, and I'm a huge fan of Mage Wars right now. Um, I don't know if you've seen that at mm-hmm. all, but that's a, a really beefy um, Magic the gathering s type wizard duel game, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Very, very um, hardcore in the sense that um, uh, you can actually you build a spell book, and it's nice because the the guys at Arcade Wonders give you a, a um like a laminated uh, card case that you actually put your cards nice. in and then you get to pull whatever spells you want out during the uh, gathering or the, the uh, preparation phase. So nice. I pick out whatever two spells that I want. My opponent picks out his two spell or his or her two spells, and then we can play them during our turn. And so it's just kind of a big board that fills up with creatures and traps and con- uh, constructs. And it's just a lot of fun.
1: I need to try that one. They've been uh, really heavily promoting it at conventions. Last couple of Gen Cons and Origins we've been to, they've had big booths with huge banners and stuff. So those guys have been really working hard to get the word out. And everybody I've talked to says that's great. So it, it, in my epic amounts of free time, I will sneak that one in sometime. But yeah. I definitely want to try it. Yeah, Nothing it, but...
0: it really is a really great game. I did a video last year, I think. Man, my... my... This past six months has been just absolutely insane with us, uh, but I did my, my <laughs> top, about it. yeah top five games you should play if you don't are if you haven't already played them or you should own if you don't already own. I forget what the wording I used. Uh, Dead Panic was number two. Mage Wars was number one. Um, Dead Panic nice. Day Panic is just an awesome game. I really really love it. Um, <laughs> I know you probably can't pick between your babies, but I I, I, I would say I'd like it more than Castle Panic. Um, You know, we heard that a lot,
1: and yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not offended by it at all. In fact, honestly, for me, Dead Panic is a bit newer. I mean, Mm -hmm. realistically, I've played Castle Panic I don't know how many thousands of times, and it still entertains (laughs) me to some degree, (laughs) but Dead Panic is so new still, you know, and I love the fact that every time I play with somebody, it's a different story, because they're going to do different things, they're going to take different risks than I would we're gonna get in the van if we get in the van in different order and maybe we'll make it and it's like it's like each one is its own little movie kind of so i just love getting that even if i'm just watching other people play it that game is so fun to just be a part of i i'm really really happy with how that's come out and yeah it, it's without offending my other kids it's probably my favorite right now yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's funny i have a dead panic story for you, you may enjoy um Halloween, Halloween last year, uh, we we do the trick or treating thing with the kids, and afterwards, I've got my nephew with me, and he's um uh, a bit troubled. Maybe he's 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 only seven or eight, but he's 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 had a kind of a rough life with stuff we won't get into right now. but afterwards, he saw my, my shelf, and he was like, hey, Uncle Ricky, can we play a game? And I said, absolutely. What do you want to play? And he saw the zombie on Dead Panic, and he said, I want to play that zombie game. And I said, are you <laughs> sure? It's pretty tough. And he said, yeah, I want to play the zombie game. I was like, all right, great. So I set it up. We start playing, and um, I'm telling him what's going to happen once these zombies start playing <laughs> and what we need to do. And he's sitting there, he's like, okay, what happens if I fill up on these injuries? And I was like, well, if you turn your card over, you're going to become a zombie hero. And he just his jaw dropped and he said, I can play as a zombie? And I said, Yeah. And he said, I wanna be a zombie. I'm gonna go outside. And I was like, No, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> you can't do that. You're gonna you're gonna get us killed. And so we got um two of the three radio pieces in and then there was a moment where I could just see him just stab me in the back. He just said, I'm going to stay in this room. I'm not going to move. I was like, no, you, you got to get out of there or else you're going to get overrun." and He's like, exactly. And so he, just, <laughs> he killed his own character just to come back as a zombie hero to try to get me. And it was just, nice. was, again, uh, eight years old, I think. Uh, gosh, I'm a terrible uncle. Um, it, so it was just one of those things that was just, it was just perfect, man. He had such a good That's time. That's fantastic. Yeah.
1: I've seen a lot of people that when they first flip over that card and go, I can be a zombie. And they they look at me with, you know, big wide eyes and say, can I just start the game as a zombie? And actually, no, you gotta start as a human. But, you know, depending on how you play, it might change. And a whole bunch of people have told me, like, oh, I'm gonna be a zombie. I'm gonna be a zombie. Then they realize how fast the zombies start coming and yeah. how fast your walls go down. And they all are like, we gotta stay alive. We gotta get more yeah. guns. Who's got a weapon? Oh man, I need more health. And immediately it's all hands on deck defense. And then finally somebody goes down and they all go crazy. But yeah. I've, I've heard that before where people are just, ooh, how fast can I turn into a zombie and chase you around the board?
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's such a great, man. It's such a great game. And it's one of those games, too. It's, um, I think I described it as more visceral. I don't know if that's being overly dramatic, but it's it's yeah. nice to actually have a figure on the board and moving that around. It feels a lot more tense. Um, yes. Uh, and again, comparing it to Castle Panic, which I don't know if you get tired of, but I, I know I get tired of talking about it with people um, sometimes. Hmm. I'm like, oh, that's just zombies with castle panic. I was like, no, 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 it's not. Right. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but having that actual player to move around the board and having all the zombies barreling down at you at the same time and trying to maneuver and um, it just seems like there's just a a, a bit more room for strategy there, um, which is mm-hmm. just which is awesome.
1: I think there's more room for kind of the role playing element too. You know, you actually oh, yeah. are a character and you have a different ability than anybody else, and it's not like you. Level up and et cetera kind of things. I mean, you get more gear. So role playing is probably too heavy of a word, but you, you have your own little story. You know, you have your own little adventure you go on. and Are you the guy who's fast enough to take the risk? Can you get the, the extra move points to this guy so he can do this? What mm-hmm. if Father Michael loans you an action? Can I get this? It's very cinematic to me. And that's, that's why the game took so long to make. I had the, the, the cheesy, um, uh, zombies painted on Castle Panic version early on and it was as terrible as you would expect. It uh-huh. was. It was awful. It was no fun at all. There was no tension. It didn't work. Uh, changed that up, spent many, many months rebuilding and tearing that game down to finally get the way we wanted to put a person in the game. Because when you got skin in this game, literally, it's way more tense. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's definitely a different experience. And it's one of those things that we're unfortunately tying it in with the panic name has meant that now our new mission is to tell people, hey, everybody, Dead Panic's not just Castle Panic, but zombies. (laughs) There's a lot more going on, but it's our own burden to bear. And the nice thing is I think it'll be a slow burn. The game's already sold great, but as more and more people begin to realize it's different, I think we're going to have kind of an upsurge in its already good popularity when people realize how deep you can go with it. And the fact that, yes, you can turn to a zombie and eat your buddy's brain. Kind of awesome.
0: I, I've demoed it a couple times at um, another local game store that popped up a few months ago here. It's actually right down the road from yeah. my house. Um, it's called War Dogs Gaming. And they sell comics hmm. and they do games, which is really cool because now we have two in town. Um, so That's very cool. It's the more gaming, the better, in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I remember playing with a guy and he had the elephant gun. And um, <laughs> I, I had taken a, a hit already and the zombies were coming in And there was some situation where I felt, you know what, I'm going to just take the chance here. I'm going to roll see if I can out-melee these guys. Surely I can. I just have to roll a seven. Um, The odds are probably in my favor. Um... (laughs) How hard could that be? Right, yeah. (laughs) And so I failed. I took the extra damage. Um, But before that, he had the elephant gun. He had the chance to shoot the, uh, um, oh my goodness, the Berserker? Oh, the Brute, the The big one. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, the Brute, the big one. Yeah. And um, Mm -hmm. he didn't take it. But no. he didn't take it just so that if I became a zombie hero, he'd take me down, and he did. Uh, so I just I just died the next turn, is, and I was nice. like, "Oh, you were planning that the whole time." He said, "Yeah, I, I thought you weren't going to be able to make it for whatever reason." I wanted the I wanted the insurance policy. <laughs> so nice. I'm not going to waste this on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: See, you find out who your friends are in this game. It puts your your zombie survival team to the test. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, no Justin, um, I'm I'm sorry, man. It's uh, it's already we're already at almost an hour, and I wanted to keep this kind of to 30 minutes. So I definitely appreciate Uh-oh. the time. Um, Having too much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, man, I appreciate you, you you taking the time to talk to us. It's 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 an honor, really. Is um, Fireside Games is one of my favorite indie developers um, by far. It's just you guys have a lot of good stuff. Again, if you guys you, are listening to this and you you haven't really checked out Fireside, you can look at their website. I believe it's FiresideGames.com. Please follow Justin, DeWitt and Anne Marie on their social media sites um, at Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all that other stuff. I don't know where else you guys are at, but
1: that, uh, we've got a Google Plus thing, but we're experimenting with it. Don't go there. I, we're not very good at that yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. Same with us, actually. You know. Uh, uh, definitely yeah. <laughs> Don't judge us by our eight uh, people who have us in their (laughs) their circle. Yes, exactly. Uh, um, But definitely follow Justin. Check out their games if you haven't already. Um, Bears, Dead Panic, Bloodsuckers, Castle Panic, and The Wizard's Tower. Just fantastic games. And um, if I'm not mistaken, you guys have a free game on your website.
1: We do, yes. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. It's called Sheen It. It was based on... uh, It was one of those things where, as a game designer, it's hard to turn it off sometimes. And when Charlie Sheen was having his meltdown years ago, it was just so wonderfully bizarre that I was inspired to make a ridiculous little game where you get to make your own sayings out of Charlie Sheen's amazing vocabulary and it, it's it's not the most innovative game it's not the greatest game out there just download the cards and read them though and realize the combinations you can make on your own are hilarious so anyway yeah if you want a really ridiculous free game sheen it is on our website yeah
0: that's an awesome, that's just an awesome thing. I saw that and I laughed. I haven't actually got to play it yet, or, uh, but I, I saw the <laughs> cards and, and looked at them. It was a lot of fun. Um, yes,
1: Tiger Blood and F-15, it's all awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we, we all have a little warlock in us at the end of the day, I think. <laughs> Don't we, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Justin, thank you so much for your time again. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this um, I definitely, if you are new to this podcast, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. Please subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Rate and review the show if you haven't already. And most importantly, tell your friends. Um, you can follow us at letslevelup.net. All of our social media stuff is there We're on Facebook and YouTube and, and, and Twitter and all that fun stuff. So if you ever look to want, wanting to play any games, you can hit us up and we'll try to accommodate that. And um, as always, thank you again for your time and game on.